0: to another episode of The Thesis Talks by the Way. Today we're here with Vivian and Esther. Please enjoy the episode. And today we have Esther and Vivian. Hi. Hi. And they were going to tell us about, what is the t- title of you? Innovation through co-opetition. Nice. Okay. Co-opetition?
1: Co-opetition. Co-opetition is not like a bit of a tongue break. <laughs> I think there is my first question. What is that? Yeah. Co-opetition.
0: Yeah, so the word is basically meaning the combination of uh, competition and cooperation Mm -hmm. because it means and it reflects that companies who are carrying out co they are doing competition and collaboration
1: in the same time simultaneously. So maybe to give already an example to understand it a bit more So companies could, for example, compete when it comes to like selling their products, because there's like maybe in the same market space or an overlapping market space Mm -hmm. that they could collaborate when it comes to the part of like developing new technologies, because they need to combine forces. And in order to have like, yeah, more resources, different also like capabilities to combine together and have more strengths in it. And maybe one example we could already share from like what we have lately has happened. For example, like uh, I guess you all know, Drive Now, mm-hmm. and also maybe Car2Go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Car2Go was the like mobile t- mobility service from uh, Mercedes, like Daimler, mm-hmm. and uh, Drive Now was from BMW, and they just decided to combine forces when it comes to like all their mobility services. So right now they collaborate in terms of bringing all the mobility services together, but they compete when it comes to selling to cars. Mm-hmm. Oh.
0: Yes. So is that? Um industry that you looked into or did you look so, into it, so it was one of the industries that we looked into in the end we didn't compare them based on industries and we decided to compare uh, companies based on being product oriented or service oriented mm-hmm. because in the end we were contacting so many companies and yeah we were hoping that we have one industry focus but We didn't, in in general it was so hard to find companies that that are really doing co-petition because sometimes
1: they are doing it but they don't even know the term that they are doing it. Which is already one of our findings to say that companies don't have the terminologies or like don't know really how to frame co-petition because it's like a term which is maybe popular in the theory but not that popular in practice. And yeah, so basically, how we actually acquired like those interviews, where it, that we did a portfolio of ourselves and with nice pictures and uh, some mm-hmm. uh, text of what we would like to write about, and then we just did cold calling over LinkedIn. We got like a premium LinkedIn account mm-hmm. so that we could send out invoice in mails. I don't know how many it were, but there a restriction, and just like try to shoot a lot of people who we think could be in the right position. And yeah, through that, I think we made nine yeah. interviews.
0: altogether we had nine interviews. Yeah,
1: with the nine different cases. Exactly.
0: But our supervisor said it's not a case study. <laughs> it's not a case study. It's oh. Not a case study because so. we are more cases, and in in a case study you need uh, more background information. But in our case, it doesn't matter the whole company's background at what they are really doing, because we are more we are doing more
1: explorative study. And we, we wanted to find out that how cooperation works for them. That's actually not that e- was not that easy for us. And when we actually interviewed those companies, we thought we're going to have from those nine companies, like five product and four service ones. But throughout the interviews, we even understood that if one company produces products, they may be more engaged in services when it comes to innovation. Ah, okay.
0: And our aim of this paper was to see the connection between innovation and competition because, in general, literature has some information about competition, that what are the benefits, mm-hmm. challenges, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. there are not too many connections with innovation. Mm-hmm. And we believe that there's a connection, and that's what our paper said as well. <laughs> okay. So, was your main motivation to look into the link between innovation and co co or
1: did you have other motivations for doing this? Um, so actually we started out that we were really interested in innovation departments and that was like the main focus that we thought okay no, it's not so much about entrepreneurship more like of like having corporations who have innovation departments mm-hmm. and from there we started okay wh- what could be really interesting because we don't just want to write a this which has like been like re- a research topic already we want to research on something what is actually right now a bit of like a burning point and then we actually came up with those like um, with the theory or like we, we were looking into the theory that companies nowadays are not anymore able to have, first of all, like um, to produce or to innovate in this fast-based environment we are work, like, we are on living in. So they need more resources, which they don't have on their own. They need to develop faster, which is also more difficult. And they need to have a lot of comp- uh, competences. And that goes beyond like the capabilities of one company. So the theory suggests of like having or like combine, like combining the forces with maybe one player or even more players. So we were really interested in of like researching this combination of like okay the relationship to one to one or even one to many. Like seeing where it would go and what where we could lead with it. And and we believe that is also in connection with open innovation,
0: yeah. which is uh, deriving from Chessborough from the beginning of tw- uh, two
1: thousand and and actually also a network innovation and ecosystem yes mm. because basically where this whole research was like where our thinking started was okay it's not this what i just mentioned earlier this one-to-one or even one-to-many it's just like you need to combine a lot of forces together maybe not just between one big company and another big company but between a lot of different players so there could be like a little like a smaller startup and maybe a medium-sized company and then another corporate and maybe also the government just like like having those clusters in which you can then As iterate
0: like a whole ecosystem. exactly and that's yes. also what
1: a, like one of our findings was also about that it's like more was like engaging in those in the in those ecosystem and clusters It's there like one of tendency. the trends like the trends of like what we figured out through our yes. yeah? so you have seven main findings exactly yes. um i think the first one we all touched upon earlier so that there is like a lack of knowledge about co-petition terminology in practice mm-hmm. so that is one main finding and i think that's easy so we can just jump to the next one (laughs) yes
0: and we also touched upon another one which is about the ecosystem that there's a tendency towards participating in ecosystems for example we had uh, arla as a product company in our paper and in denmark they have more uh, um, industrial clusters around the food industry so and they emphasize that it's very important to be part of the ecosystem and share knowledge there mm-hmm. and there you can't really avoid to have a competitor as well
1: mm. Mm. Yes. and then our third finding was that there are like several types of innovation and competition classification carried out uh, concurrently that means because we have there are different typolo- type typology typologies of typology. like, um, of like uh, innovation as well as competition and just because one company does one thing does not mean that it cannot have another topology. So when we talk about maybe innovation, I think in our study program, we had like disruptive, radical, incremental and so on. I mean, there are even a lot of like different terminologies about that, like a lot of different research quite tough to understand and (laughs) get through it Um, and then take also like one definition because everybody also defines it differently great topic it would not recommend to research about that one (laughs) Um, but yeah so just because they for example they do radical they can also do disruptive for example Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah yes and regarding the success factors the main part of our research question
0: uh, in the theory part, we found that trust and commitment are very important uh, success factors, and yeah, we also learned it in our um, program as part of collaboration and in general that it's very important. However, based on our uh, analysis, companies um, um, see them, saw them less important than other success factors that we found out. What are the other? So Exactly. That's what would really come now. So oh, okay. just like to so trust okay.
1: and commitment, where that what we got got out of the theory, and they said, okay, that is really important when it comes to competition and engaging it. Mm-hmm. So again, if we would be again two competing companies, we both need to have a like trust and build up a lot of trust and commitment in order to engage with it. But when we found out that it's not that important, actually those ones which are coming now are even more important, <laughs> okay. and that <then> are <laughs> so. uh, alignment and
0: openness are additional critical success factors for both types of companies so for them it's important that in the beginning they sit down and discuss openly (laughs) (laughs) that what they really want and make make the boundaries clear that they have to do they have to be clear that they are competing on one side that but they are collaborating on the other side Cool. And yes, they have to make clear that what are the goals and how to achieve it, and yeah. set up regular um, touch points to see the process.
1: Yeah, so in that sense, aligning, we understand of like lining out, like wh- where what are the like the priorities, what do they want to achieve with it, and also like from the beginning, like the starting point, but also having like those maintenance in between of like talking. Okay, are we still on the same page? Has maybe something changed on your side? Did you maybe got like some kind of restructuring within the company and that affects now our process so on. But just being all the time on like on one eye level and talking openly about what's going on on the other side. Because through all like interviews, we have found out when you're not aligning consistently, you work in two different directions and then it does not work.
0: Together. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's also related to some challenges that we identified in the paper. That opportunities and um, companies can change the structure of the company. one company can change, and if they don't communicate it to the other company,
1: then it can cause problems uh, in long term in mm-hmm. their relationship. And then we have like three other ones. And when we talk first about product companies, we talk about that understanding is one additional factor we want, which is not in service companies. Mm-hmm. So, so
0: understanding,
1: understanding in the sense of like understanding where the other co- party is coming from, okay. why is the, um, what are they doing, how does the decision processes work in, in the company itself, because why we thought that is more important for like what we found out from product companies mm-hmm. is that uh, you have way more steps in the production of a product where a lot of more people are aligned in that process. And um, you need to know who's then the contact person. How does those processes work if you want to like create a product together? So you mm-hmm. need to have a better understanding how the company works. Mm-hmm. And that's why we think it's more like companies more mention that from the product part than from the service part. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but from the service point of view, we, f- we found the time and size balance as additional success factors. And here we refer to that there can be, um, in the decision-making process, if there is a huge company with uh, 12 delegates uh, on the meetings and there is a fintech company, for example, with which is a company of four people, then there can be an ego imbalance um, and they have to make sure that they have the same uh, rights in a meeting mm-hmm. and they contribute equally. Yeah. So these were the my main findings. Yes.
1: Is there any further uh, research, like, what, if you would continue with,
0: with this topic, for <laughs> example? Yeah. <No>? Yes, basically, <laughs> basically it derives from the findings that there is a tendency towards ecosystems, so it would be nice to see yeah. How does these, uh, how do those uh, ecosystems work, and
1: how mm-hmm. they incorporate competition? And how to set that up? What is required for it? Who needs to facilitate this? Like because we had often like also found out that when you t- want to have a competition project or even engaging in those ecosystems, you need to have one main organizer who just like I don't know takes care of like when do we meet again. Uh, set up the location the time and so on because otherwise they also feel like okay if just one company would always take care about it it's like that it, there's an imbalance again of like the duties i'm spending more time of doing all the general stuff than you do so mm-hmm. maybe you should do it also sometimes so they said it's easy to have maybe just one neutral middle person you. thank you so much thank
0: you thank you thank you
1: thank you for thank having you for us In- yes. Yes. And good luck with your yes. thank you <laughs>